Lord Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 133. Would like to send a special happy birthday wish to Mr. Frankie Feathers, who does not touch children. <laughs> I am at Think So Joe, along with Mark and G. JT not joining us today. George, well, we'll find out if he shows up or not. <laughs> uh, I have a surprise return. Huh? We might have a surprise return. Really? Well, if George shows up. <laughs> well, he was here last week. He was here at my house for Money in the Bank. Playing the Money in the Bank drinking game, or, or Money in the Drank, as uh, Chris was calling it. Chris from Booker T's on last week. And uh, Except we weren't drinking alcohol, because that would have been bad. We would have been George would have died. We would have been fucked up. Yeah, we he would have died because he had to drive me to work after the show. <laughs> he would have crashed his car or something. <laughs> was, uh, almost everything happened that was on the <laughs> on the list except for the cash in. Uh, so wrestling happened this week. Yes, it did. Not much else right, happened this week. Money in the bank last Sunday. Money in the bank was last Sunday. It feels like it was an eternity ago. Uh, well, the obvious predictable ending happened, despite the fact that I didn't want it to. Which was, of course, John Cena walking out as Mr. Money in the Bank. Well, I had pizza and practically went into a food coma. That's why I don't really remember it. <laughs> uh, uh, it was it was pretty good. You know, it was a two match show. Um, at least to me, I don't know what you guys thought. I I felt it was watchable. I thought they the two matches, the, t- the had two matches, raw, raw in the middle. You know, the, the two matches were the divas matches. They were they're busting out like these holds you never see anymore. <laughs> like like Paige yeah, they, used a they, stump puller. I mean, they didn't pull me out of the water, but they were certainly better than you than know, you would expect. Normally get lately. Yeah, well, I, well, I felt the tag match and uh, the contract match were the two worth watching. Everything else, if you missed it, nah. Yeah. In the like, first Money in the Bank ladder match was great, and I think that's yeah, part of the reason the second one sucked so much because it sucked on a curve. Yeah, but also because it sucked. <laughs> oh, I got I got I got flippy guys in the first one. Yeah, I got to give credit to the Divas though because Paige pulled out the stump puller, the old doink the clown move, and uh, somebody else used a. The, Layla used the Indian Deathlock. You don't see that often anymore either. Wait, that was a good match. I skipped it. I wouldn't say it was a good match, but <laughs> you get to see an Indian Deathlock, and you don't see those anymore. Well, that's because Kali's never on telly. <laughs> he was on this Monday. He made his triumphant <laughs> return. Everybody returned this Monday. I, uh, yep, it really it felt was like Monday. a post-mania episode or something. It felt that like was, it, didn't that it? That was on Monday. That was one of four champions that returned. But I, I, uh, I, I it's, it's hard. It's always hard coming off of like a great match, like especially one with so many spots, the briefcase match. Yeah. And then having the next night three hours of Raw to expect in-ring competition to like live up to the what you just seen less than twenty-four hours ago. And yeah. I, I think that's probably why. My, you know, uh, the money in the bank pay-per-view feels like an eternity ago because we had to sit through a lot of wrestling that's just not going to... It's impossible they could live up and do that on a regular yeah. basis. You're Impact not going to see... wasn't that great this week either. 
you're not going to see Seth Rollins like pinballing down from the top of a ladder onto another ladder on top to another ladder, flipping on his head every <laughs> night of the week. You know, you're not going to see Dean Ambrose like power bomb a dude from the top of a fucking ladder every week the other week either. Yeah, that, that's the worst part about shows where you have that shit is that the night after everyone's half dead, so it's not like they're going to put on any kind of stellar performance. But Raw wasn't bad though, because it was a lot of there was a lot of surprises. There was a lot of things that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, I was I was excited for most of it, like well AJ Lee and Jericho and everything. See, I I knew Jericho came back because what happened was I I happened to go on Facebook, which I never do on a Monday night, ever, and I just happened to go on Facebook when I got to work, and the trends. On the side of the screen, the number one trend was Chris Jericho. <laughs> and it says, Chris Jericho returns to WWE. Like, oh, fuck, <laughs> you assholes. Fuck you, you know? And that was you talking to yourself, of course. I know the feeling, man. Spoiling yourself sucks. <laughs> it really does, but it's 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 that you you, you basically played Russian roulette, and you yeah. took the chance, and bang, bang. Yeah, the, this, me, the this time I lost. The only spoiler I got during the re- week was that Bobby Roode was wearing jeans. <laughs> Well, I didn't get The Miz spoiled for me. I didn't get AJ spoiled. And I didn't get uh, Jack Swagger's face turn spoiled. It, it was fun to see everyone say that they expected the... What was the shit they called The Miz? Former champion, cross-promotional, megastar, something or other. Some stupid shit like that, yeah. Apparently everyone was expecting The Miz, but I thought we were all expecting Lesnar. <laughs> No, That's I what wasn't. I thought when I heard that. I, I, after the fact, I went on the, I went on uh, a group we're all in on, on Facebook, and I saw a, somebody like, oh, well, I know it's fucking The Miz, man. It ain't fucking Chris Jericho. It's got to be The Miz. It's, it's always the fucking Miz. And, like, it's just to me, cross-promotional <laughs> implies UFC and wrestling, not, not wrestling and movies or wrestling and music. Well, it, was, it wasn't cross-promotional. It was cross-platform. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I, mean, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking Lesnar at all. Um, just because of the limited dates, and we have another pay per view before SummerSlam, so right. I, f- I figured we're not going to see him until the Monday after, and that they would probably advertise that, just because they got to capitalize on the dates. I, I'll, I'll admit, though, I was guilty of thinking it was the Miz initially, and then about 26 minutes before Ross started, you know, I remember I remembered a tweet I had seen the night before where uh, somebody had asked Jericho if he was going to be the su- surprise entrant in the, uh, the Money in the Bank match, and he <laughs> replied, yes. And yeah, I just he, thought, he just I loves to, my, to do that. I thought to myself, huh, that's kind of funny. So I went to Fozzie's website, and I looked at this tour, tour schedule, and I casually posted in our group, you know what, he actually could pull this off. Wouldn't it be awesome if it was Y2J? But I was still shocked. I just didn't think it was going to happen. But... I, somehow, some way, I managed to actually accidentally predict it. Go figure. What the fuck, eh? And, hey, everyone was right. The Miz did return, too. So, there you go. Well, that, that's the thing is, I got the Jericho thing spoiled for me. So, when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, here comes Jericho. And then it's like, awesome! Like, oh, shit, it's the Miz! <laughs> it's like, okay, so how long till Jericho interrupts him? <laughs> you know, at that point, but... Yeah, he he really felt like such an afterthought. Yeah. And I think the same thing happened on SmackDown, didn't it? Uh, it was the opposite. I think Jericho came out and then the Miz interrupted him. <laughs> yep. That's what it was. It was exactly that. And of course. Well, he he cut a good promo, though, if you ask me. 
It's like, I'm not leaving until you want me to stay and shit. That was good. Yeah. It was. And then Jericho interrupting him was just like, oh shit, there's Jericho. <laughs> and then there's Wyatt and the Miz is just nowhere. Well, like I said in my uh, my my stream of consciousness on Monday, if uh, if Jericho uh, if I didn't get it spoiled for me, I probably would have marked the fuck out. And and, and that's absolutely true. Yeah, I, I did mark the fuck out. <laughs> and and I don't know if the man walking into the studio right now saw the saw it live on Monday. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. So did you mark the fuck out? A little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, then. He he couldn't resist Sandow McMahon or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome. That was incredible. <laughs> I, I he is a big Cali fan after all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. You can uh, turn that on if you want to. Oh yes, sirree. Um, Bottom one there. Yes. There you go. Like that. Yep. Cool. There it goes. Cool. Literally cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to feel that I did actually pop for Carly. <laughs> I I didn't. <laughs> I, I was I, like, oh shit, he's calling. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. It's just every time I see him now, it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Uh, it was also pretty fun at the end of the match where he didn't realize he had to put his hands up. <laughs> <laughs> he he's losing his shoulders too, so he <laughs> he's not. He doesn't have much left. <laughs> his 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 in his internals are just completely rotting away. <laughs> I just hope you can uh, take bump outside the ri- uh, the ring in the battle royal, or, or else we're fucked. He's the new Iron Sheik. He <laughs> <laughs> wins by default. <laughs> just not as cool as the Iron Sheik. That's for damn sure. English language. Okay, you got want it. fries with that, sir. <laughs> well spoken, Kali. Thank you. Thank you. Those are. <laughs> No, no better words could have been spoken. Uh, not even Shakespeare could touch you. Well, of course, the other big surprise on Monday night. <laughs> George not happy about this one, apparently. <laughs> it was poorly executed, I'm going to say that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Paige uh, comes out, cuts a promo, which she never does. And then AJ comes out. Yep. And then you're kind of wondering, wait a minute, which one's the face here? Yeah, it, it, that that was kind of the a, fans are all cheering because they want the Divas title match. It's like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to want the Divas title match. You're supposed to be against AJ getting the title shot. She's the heel. It was double a, turn because they don't care about Paige because they haven't made them care about Paige. Right, which sucks. You know, it I mean, does, and that's the biggest flaw with the NXT system right now is that. They can't bring these guys up expecting that everybody knows this character from NXT. I mean, the same thing's happening with Adam Rose. It sucks because, I'm, uh, you know, Joe, you know I like NXT a lot. In fact, yep. I like it better than I like Raw or SmackDown for that matter. So I know the characters when they come up, and I'm, I'm thrilled with them, but they don't build them properly. They don't set them up properly, or they give them gimmicks that probably or it's not going to work in a mainstream setting. And with Paige, they gave her nothing. They did yeah. even worse than that. Yeah. They they have given her like no promo time, and they just you know launched her into the title <laughs> scene with any no character development. And I think this is for the best because I think now if they really want to use this wrestler correctly, it's all about the chase. Even if she's a heel, right? If we saw right. a double turn or not? I don't know. It looked that way to me too. 
Wait now. Wait a minute. No, no. Here's here's my thing about Adam Rose is I'm uh, and I mentioned this to George and I also put it in my raw review, if you want to call it a review. Uh, <laughs> I, I put that uh, I, I'm waiting for him to have a moose and a squirrel as his uh, as two of the rosebuds and start feuding with Lana and Rusev. Now, <coughs> there already was a Boris and Natasha yes, reference from on Zeb Coulter <coughs> during Jack Swagger's face turn. Oh, for God's sakes, Joe. I was so tempted to text you, but I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> I appreciate that since, since I already had Jericho ruined for me when I got to work. I, 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 I'm watching this, and, and I'm, I'm just in awe because I love Zeb Coulter. I love his character. I love I love this what he brings to... Just because of what he can do on the microphone, just just the kind of panache that he brings to everything, and, and he brung up Boris and Natasha, and I swear I I started gut laughing, and that's a lot of gut to laugh with, so it was pretty heavy. We were just talking about that the night before when when Lana was cutting her promo on the pay per view. Exactly, we talked about it at length, and uh, because I said exactly what I put in the raw review, I'm waiting for him to have a moose and a squirrel in the rose bar in the rosebuds. It was it was just so awesome. And then he brings it up, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And uh, yeah, it's just just shit like that. It's cool. Um, the whole NXT thing. You, you see, Paige got screwed over on because of you know the fact that she got nothing in, in terms of character development. But watch, we're gonna see Mojo Rawley make it huge, and this <laughs> motherfucker doesn't deserve anything. All right, I I should I shouldn't have even brought his name up, really. <laughs> I think if I say it two more times, he shows up here and we're fucked. <laughs> he <laughs> so, needs to get shot. <laughs> in the face. And he needs to stay shot. Yes. <laughs> over and over again. Either that or get shite. Shite. <laughs> Dude, like, I love NXT, and I'm with you 100% on that, uh, G. The, the, you know, it's just it's more fun to watch. The matches are more exciting. Um, the performers are just overall better. So, wait, now, now here's something else that happened on Monday Night Raw that you don't see very often. A match ended during the commercial break. All right. Kofi won, right? Kofi uh, Kofi beat uh, Cesaro Yeah. during the commercial break. That's how important that match was. <laughs> well, that's how important Kofi winning a freaking match is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he won during the break. He won during the break. And, and then, then he got his ass whipped when they came back. Yeah. <laughs> it was more important to watch him get treated like a king. You know, Rodney King, because he got the <laughs> shit beat out of him. Um, <laughs> it was, it, you know, <laughs> I kind of felt sorry for him after the beatdown. But then I thought, oh, wait, he won during the commercial break. So, oh, whatever. You get past it really quickly. Um, how, how often in the 1,100 episodes of Raw have we seen somebody actually win during a commercial break? I, I has it happened? I'm hard pressed to find an example. Um, I, but then again, you know, like I said, my like I've said before, my memory's really not the greatest. But in all these years, I just don't I don't remember it ever happening. I mean, I I, I just watched a uh, tag team title match not too long ago between the Quebecers and uh, the One Two Three Kid Marty Jannetty. Yeah, and the match. Ended during the commercial break. You can't see the air quotes. Ended, <laughs> but they restarted it because uh, somebody's foot was on the ropes or some shit like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. but I don't recall any match ever actually ending during the commercial break of Monday Night Raw, <laughs> and that sucks <clears throat> because it's a Cesaro match, and even if he loses, there's still some dignity there. All right, like 
you know, you don't cut the guy guy's match short because show's of bad been on for the show's been on for eleven hundred episodes. Yes. Okay. It's supposed to be live. Mm-hmm. How convenient is it that they've never had a match end <laughs> during a commercial break until now? That's a, it's just a you know major coincidence, I guess. It's right? It's almost <laughs> as if they time this shit in advance. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's well, one of those. That would mean it was all fake. No. <laughs> That's one of those mysteries, I guess. I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the Mythbusters on this. We're keeping kayfabe <laughs> alive on the show, I guess. Oh, God. It's <laughs> hanging on by the skin of its teeth. Jesus. <laughs> have Have we discussed uh, one of our favorite performers being out for a while now, and we're not talking Daniel Bryan? Oh, we're talking Bad News Barrett. By the way, which reminds me, vacant is now the Intercontinental Champion. How about that? He lost it yes. at Money in the Bank, the WWE title, and now he's the Intercontinental title. He won it the next night on Raw. He's like Cena, I swear. You know, you can't keep a strap off of him. <laughs> he's catching up to Jericho with those Intercontinental titles, but that's why Jericho's back. Yeah, he's got to prove a point. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I figured it this way with Jericho. Cena can't put anybody over because it's just not in his... It's not in his internal wiring, apparently. It's not in his jaws. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Fucking jackass. Um, <clears throat> so Cena kind of buried Bray Wyatt. That's why Jericho's back. Jericho's here to properly put someone over. And, and Jericho doesn't have that ego where it's like, no, I'm still the face of this company or whatever. You know, I can't. No, he's actually cool about shit, and I think he's, he's here to put over. Bray Wyatt. I'm actually in the middle of uh, his book, Undisputed, his his last book. His new one's coming out in October. Uh, so I wanted to kind of buy this one and get through it, but I'm about halfway through it, and I was just reading about when he first left WWE, when he did the angle with Cena, where he lost the year-fired match. <laughs> yeah, those always work so well. And he was talking about how, you know, it was his idea to get dragged out of the arena by the by the uh, security. <laughs> <laughs> because he wanted to he wanted to go out looking as bad as possible mm-hmm. because he's Chris Jericho and wanted to put Cena over. He invented that. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh yeah, like like I think it was, you know the the wonderful matches he's had with Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. uh, I think is kind of a, a of a testament because Shawn Michaels really put Jericho over uh, a few times if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I could be. Yeah. No, um, you you're right. And uh you know, Jericho in turn does the same thing. Like he, he'll come back, and and you know he still got that that charisma and that pop whenever he shows up. Where anything he does is still gonna, you know, it's gonna elicit a great response. And I I, I do think this was a good time for him to come back. You know, it, it, the Wyatt family, they're really strong. Like they're being. You know, they're being built strong, and they're being you know, uh, they're they're just great great performers, especially fucking Harper. Holy balls! Um, but that whole that whole uh, last man standing match really took the wind out of their sails, and and to have Jericho come back and and get his ass thoroughly whipped, um, and possibly start up an, a, a a nice feud with these guys, I I think that's just right. I think it's just right because it, you can only have them fight, the, have Rowan and Harper fight the Usos so many friggin' times. <clears throat> you can only have uh, Bray Wyatt fight Cena so many times, and and you know you can only gimmick it up as many times as possible. But this is this is something fresh. 
And uh, I really hope it turns out well for them because it's it needs to. You know, the, the, the Wyatt family needs a better push, a bigger push. They're, they're, they're really helping out the WWE. They're really keeping people interested. And, uh, and, uh, and this is at a, at a time when there's a lot of performers right now that are just kind of falling flat. And, and, and you, you need to give these guys a little bit more. You know, between the Wyatts and Antonio Cesaro and shit like that. You know, these are guys that are going to carry your company. And almost literally, in Cesaro's case, because the guy's a strong son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you you need to give them the proper kudos that they deserve and the proper push. Because, uh, you know, these guys never disappoint in anything they do. You know, meanwhile, you've got guys that have been uh, on the roster for, you know, eons, it seems. And, and and they've done, you know, they're they're just flat. They're just they're just collecting a paycheck now, just because of the fact that you know they're they're there because of name recognition or because of somebody because they're buddies with the higher ups and shit, or because they didn't answer the phone a couple of Tuesdays ago. Or was it Thursdays? <laughs> Thursdays, assholes. And we just damn it, Zack Ryder's not picking up. <laughs> He's had enough. <clears throat> um, it's unrelated, but I've just done the math. Vacant has ten World Heavyweight Championship title reigns. Shit, he's catching up to WWE Cena. WWE titles, he's got ten, <laughs> and I'm checking the Intercontinental. He's he's almost up. Uh, he's almost uh, reached Orton status, <laughs> and he's a lot faster than Orton, and he's not even a real person. It tells you a lot. Let me mention one more segment on Monday Night Raw. All right. And that is uh, Santino with Adam Rose, and, and they're promoting Twisted Tea because, you know, that's the demographic they're shooting for, right, is the people that can drink Twisted Tea. <laughs> is it an alcoholic drink? Yeah. That is an alcoholic drink, yes. So it, it shouldn't even qualify, but so, uh, so I guess they're starting off at the 10-year-olds. I guess. And and <clears throat> we were talking about it be all being about the chase just a few minutes ago, and I didn't get, get a chance to mention how – is that like how store security chases Emma out of uh, out of a Best Buy? <laughs> she didn't turn up with Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, Walmart. it's been Walmart. a fun news week, so we might want to save that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> well, or we end the show in an hour, either or. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. It see, was that slow a news week. I'm gonna see how express we can make this show while I'm here. <laughs> I, I'm way more interested in in what's going on with Bray and Jericho than what's going on with Adam Rose right now. Um, I, I think uh, I have a bad feeling we we won't be seeing him much longer. Uh, I'm gonna say it, but that's that's just my my, my you know, or just maybe quietly ship him back down NXT where we can enjoy his work. Yeah, vacant I mean, has <clears throat> nine intercontinental reigns. <laughs> See, that's there why that's go. why Jericho's I, back because he needs to get number eleven so he can stay ahead of the curve. <laughs> He's got to be up there I, too. I, I don't I don't think we're gonna see Jericho pass SummerSlam. To be honest I, with you, I doubt um, it. I well because it's it's probably gonna be a short run. I think it's gonna be a, a one off type of deal where uh, Jericho should get the upper hand the first time around and then Bray Wyatt decimates him the second time around and then they just leave it open for a potential rematch maybe as far down the road as Wrestlemania if they have to I th- and that's I fine. team staying to a Royal Rumble to fill a spot and stay out there for a while I, I don't I expect him to go back to his other projects either way no matter what Jericho does he's going to do it well and, and the promos are going to be awesome yes 
yes, you can always count on that. And even whatever short time he might be here, or he might be in the WWE, uh, it's going to be very impactful. Um, and and I really just I just see good things happening out of this out of his return f- uh, to the WWE. Let me ask I, you I this: Look at a downside, though. Is it the other really big veteran they have is RVD, and it would be great to see RVD trying to introduce Bray Wyatt to weed. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, but Wyatt's already on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. let him... I'm sure they got weed as like the backup just to enhance the uh, the mushroom effect. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this, George. Okay. At the end of Monday Night Raw, we almost got the authority standing over John Cena. Now, 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 I know, I know how much you and I both hate the authority standing over Daniel Bryan or. You know, any but Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, or just whoever. Well, I, I know how much we hate that. Now, now, when you saw it almost happen to Cena, what were you, what were you thinking? <laughs> I was kind of numb. <laughs> I really didn't have a feeling, just because of the fact that, like, I hate one and I hate the other, <laughs> and it just cancels each other out. <laughs> see, I looked to see how much time was left. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's five minutes left in the fucking show. I'm like, it's not gonna end this way. <laughs> because we can't have Super Cena fucking laid out by the authority and end the show that way. No, no, he he would never let it happen. Um, I would have liked that because it would have made him look weak, which is what no one. Oh, a heel turn would be nice, but just looking weak, just losing, would be good enough. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen in Cena's. Just world. not being Super Cena. <laughs> now we're asking too much. By the way, can you guys hear the rain? Yes. No. I can. A little bit. loud. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the best part of that segment had nothing to do with Cena or Reigns or any of those fuckers. It was Seth Rollins being haunted. Yeah. That was my favorite part of Raw. I'm surprised nobody's brought it up. It was Ambrose's promo about haunting. Ambrose, of course. Oh, that that was brilliant. Brilliant. Do you think that they've had this stipulation for years? but they've never gone through with it. Can you see them lasting a full year and having no cash-in? Yes. I, I, I still see a cash-in because I, I really expect we are going to see this Brock Lesnar thing. And we can have, you know, it pretty difficult to cash in on a guy who only shows up once a month at best. <laughs> so the, I'm deadly serious. And he can cash it in as late as next July. So the Lesnar-Cena deal, that can run right through WrestleMania. Roland still has the case. This is like long. There's a potential for a long term here. That, I mean, again, they'll fuck it up. But for right now, it's awesome because we have a poltergeist angle, and that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> well, Dolph Ziggler it's held the Am Ghost. Dean Am Ghost. <laughs> Ziggler held the Money in the Bank briefcase from Money in the Bank in July or June or whatever the hell it was through the night after WrestleMania. So that was almost a year, not yeah. quite, but almost. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it. That's the thing is, Rollins' briefcase looks way too pristine right now. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get their head bashed. Yeah, in there's there's gonna be some uh, messing up of said briefcase. <laughs> I, I like how it's gold because the red one's just too beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> They've ruined it. <laughs> it would make perfect sense if it ends up being Reigns versus Lesnar at Mania, and there was a cash in attempt after the fact too. Yeah. 
All of it makes I, sense. I just want them to open the briefcase and prove there's a contract in there. <laughs> they don't do because that. it never happens. <laughs> no, no. The the uh, uh, you know as much as it, the the whole saying is you know there's a contract in the case. The case is just the contract. But yeah, that, that would also be fun. With, is if they did open it and it, the contract was gone because Ambrose stole it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like uh, what was it when uh, uh, Sandow's briefcase got fucking chucked into the what was it the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico or some shit? Yeah, something like that. Somewhere out there in the Gulf of Mexico is a title opportunity. <laughs> Aquaman's gonna come running in one day. Oh shit! <laughs> oh god! Sandow dressed as Aquaman. He found his old briefcase. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, didn't but I thought the next week, like uh, Sandow, uh, had yeah, the he, he replaced it with that proper suitcase. Well, one, and the he, chocolate bar. He did. Yeah, but I I thought at one point uh, he had retrieved said briefcase and it was waterlogged and there was like sea. Yeah, he on also it. brought it back here and it was yeah yeah and the, and the contract was fuck the contract was in there. <laughs> and it was all just it was all wet and shit and <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Good I was stuff. actually reading Jericho's book and he was talking about the original concept that was presented to him was a uh WrestleMania dream ladder match and the winner gets whatever they want. <laughs> and Rob Van Dam was supposed to win and want ECW back. <laughs> <laughs> That would be titties, man. <laughs> well, you would think so, but then two years later, ECW came back, and it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, I would like the, I'd like the old Paul Heyman ECW back, <laughs> where where Taz was badass and Sabu was, you know, was not just a fucking, you know, frosting on the cake or a gimmick or something. You know, I I, I miss those days and. It was nice to relive it a little bit when we were watching Hardcore Heaven last last week. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hell, you give me that opportunity, anything I want, anything. Wow, that's a tough one, man. That's we've hey, already had Steph covered in pudding. What more could you want? <laughs> me to lick it off. <laughs> <laughs> so is that such an e- easy question to answer, my friend? <laughs> Or 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 can can somebody maybe I don't know arrange a three way with AJ and Paige and me? I don't ask for much in this world. Or even oh even better Lana and AJ and myself. Um, I didn't realize how skinny AJ was until I watched SmackDown and realized she hold she holds the title while she skips so it doesn't fall down. Yeah, exactly. She could use that as a hula hoop. <laughs> She's a little girl. Well, I think she got smaller because she, she's I, bulked up. She's bulkier, but she also looks thinner in the middle. But she, her arms are much bigger. She uh, she hasn't been with CM Punk. She's been in Ethiopia for the last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's what uh, Sally Struthers has been trying to feed for for years. <laughs> <laughs> she just recently got the flies off her eyes. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I know, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You you give me anything I want, I would probably say okay, fire Cena. There we go. That there just like that. I I can I can make that or even better make me a writer. <laughs> then I can write Cena off the show for good. <laughs> you know, like 
I, I think I could take this to a whole different level if I had gotten the contract. I know I would never get it because those guys would whip the ever-loving shit out of me, but <laughs> a man can dream. I can dream. <laughs> I actually spent the weekend watching a Great American Bash marathon on the WWE Network. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? America. Yeah, America. That's right. Zeb Coulter would be proud. I got to see Vader's U.S. debut on uh, on the uh, 1990 Great American Fuck. Bash. Vader, one of my fucking heroes. He beat uh, the Z-Man, Tom Zink. <laughs> Squashed him. <laughs> <laughs> you remember him, too. Holy I was, shit. I'm, I'm watching this 1990 Great American Bash, and the Freebirds are wrestling the Steiners. So it's Jimmy Jam Garvin and, uh, and Michael P.S. Hayes, and they're wearing makeup. Oh. And... Uh, Garvin is in the ring and he's like yelling at the fans and the fans this is 1990 WCW the fans are out there going faggot faggot oh my <laughs> god <laughs> wow <laughs> holy shit <laughs> I remember seeing a clip on YouTube of someone calling Bully Ray a faggot and he just walks out the ring and chases them out the building Jesus Christ yeah that's one guy I would never ever <laughs> want to call faggot because uh, he would bend me over and show me what a real how it really was too <laughs> he might even stick Kefzilla up my ass which would be Give scary you some of that velvet sky treatment oh man and that's a good segue into tna yes <laughs> speaking of tna velvet sky <laughs> oh she was on there yes she was yes she was uh, god that segment was painful <laughs> i skipped it and i have no regrets Although the uh, the match between Angelina Love and Gail Kim was pretty impressive, I got to admit, I think I dug it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but I really could have done without the amateur softcore porn beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get uh, ratings. <laughs> they put the stiff in stiff. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> they did everything but like you know give them an over the pants hand job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think they did. <laughs> they just didn't focus the camera on it. <laughs> you know, then then that that way they could still get away with that shit. <laughs> Plus, my review was exactly seventeen hundred and seventy six words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were able to get it to that too. That was pre- that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, I I I think I got no. I got to watch most of Impact. I think I missed like. I think it was the first hour or something like that. But It uh, was just... They had such a really good slammiversary. Then the post-impact was great. And now they're back to being shit. <laughs> <laughs> With all of this out-of-the-ring bullshit no one really wants or needs that they could probably space out over several episodes. <laughs> they're like, okay, we got all the good stuff out of the way. Now we can just be <laughs> shitty. Whew, that's comfortable. <laughs> you know, uh, like y- you would hope. I, 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 oh my god, and the return of Rhino. Dude. Uh, I, it was just so it was so blah. <laughs> you know, he yeah. he does his like, you know, his stiff run to the ring and you yeah, know, well, Gene Snitsky's coming back, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's yeah, there's lots of husbands coming back, or never was his. <laughs> uh, at least it's not for long. That that's the new word now. That they're only there for those tapings. Yeah, that's they're they're they've got a short shelf life. 
Uh, it, it just still sucks that they've got to bring these guys in for like a couple of episodes to try and bolster their, their you know, their sinking ship a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's bad that they can't do it with the guys that they have. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to if you're going to bring anybody back, ooh, especially with the six sided ring coming back, I'd love to see Jay Lethal come back. That that guy, man, oh, man. That, be that kind of difficult. I know. I I understand. It's just kind of like a dream, like a, a wish. Just because I, I he didn't deserve to to be let go from TNA. Um, he is an incredible talent. The guy can impersonate the Macho Man like nobody's business. Um, you Did know, you watch after Warrior died the video G shared of uh, him versus Delirious? No, I did not. It was they recreated move for move. The uh, the WrestleMania match between Savage and Warrior. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Except for the finish, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Jeez, that's funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of those guys that I I kind of miss in the whole in the whole grand scheme of things. Um, like you know, or, or I just keep talking about how I want to see the the X Division. Back in full swing, you know, with that, with a. That's really all they need. That that's what WCW had. Yeah. Just a good cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. That was basically the only difference. <laughs> and, and that's that's the thing is like that's that could be their bread and butter. You don't need to keep recycling these old fucking wrestlers, and and, and you know playing out these dumbass storylines. Get your X division going. You know, make Ultimate X like a, a biannually, uh, you know, event, and, and and really just start cashing in on this because that's what that's what drew me to TNA in the first place. You know, just like <clears throat> when I was uh, when I watched DCW for the first time, the the thing that drew me in into it was <clears throat> uh, I think it was Tommy Dreamer versus Raven, and Tommy Dreamer took a frying pan out of somebody's hands in the audience and hit Raven over the head with it. This was the first time I ever watched TCW and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> so, you know, you, that one thing that can hook so many people, start, you know, start putting your money into that. It's not about name recognition. It's about, it's about the, the draw. You know, it's about what, what can... You know what'll get people's attention in the overalls in the overall in the end game, and I think X Division is that. You know that's just, but that has just been my exclusive opinion, and I could be wrong. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, but right now the draw is is New York City and the tapings there, and the memories of ECW, which are kind of akin to what you're talking about, but unfortunately. To get the nostalgia uh, out of the ECW, they have to have some old ECW guys. So they're working with Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore promotion, and they're bringing in old ECW guys and old uh, popular acts like the Hardy Boys. Yeah, that's why I don't mind the ECW guys coming in because, well, I can understand it. <laughs> of course, it's all it's very easily understood. They have no TV deal in renewal yet. That is what it's all about, man. This is this is the the effort to save the show. 
to get Spike on board to renew. If they have a whole bunch of successful tapings, and from what I hear, the the live crowd's been pretty fucking good. Hmm. So that's a good positive sign. They do these short-term deals with these guys. They hopefully get some good ratings during the summer. They get renewed and then take it from there. These New York tapings sound great. I'm looking forward to them. I actually oh, broken bones. I actually clicked on my DVR and I, I went to TNA because I thought that this week was the week they were starting to show the T- the New York tapings. But obviously July that's 17th. next week. July seventeenth. Seventeenth. That's the week after next. Yep. So two uh, two more weeks until they're actually airing these tapings. They made they nah, taped last won, week. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yep. So it's coming up soon. We got one more week of whatever they're doing, and then we'll see what the product actually delivers, how mm. it looks, how the TV version of it looks. Again, you know what we've read from people who've been in attendance, and we, I won't spoil stuff for anybody. But there's going to be some awesomeness for sure. There's going to be at least one thing that happens that we'll all be happy for the wrong reasons, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Equality. That's right. <laughs> Equality. And it will improve the show uh, moving forward outside of the tapings from the sounds of it. Um, so let's hope this, this locks up a TV deal and TNA actually still exists this fall. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I hope we can, uh, we can see it continue to go. That'd be nice. For sure. And I want to see. I want to see them. The products are all the better. <laughs> I don't even think just just doing a simple X division reboot is as important as actually integrating it with uh, with the uh, the whole thing that they're doing overseas in Japan. I think that's where that's where they can freshen it up. Because going back to the Ultimate X format would be, you know, and all that stuff would be that would be fun. That would be okay. But why not come back with uh, something even fresher with like a modified version of it? And bringing in more of that hard style from Japan, I think that would be even better. It would be some of the old, some of the new, all of the awesome. You could quote me on that, bitches. Yeah, we will. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got great Muda, um, you know, and a group of guys. It's not big. It's not New Japan, but that's fine. Yeah, they should probably okay. try and borrow more Japanese wrestlers because they're not really paying them. It's Wrestle One that is. Well, yeah, it's all Wrestle One because New Japan's got the deal going with Ring of Honor, so we won't get any of those guys, which is a shame because outside of the one or two that the WWE are taking from them, um, they got some good stuff going on. And, but that's fine. Ring of Honor needs needs the, the boost as well. <laughs> yeah, until um, they bring someone in as Yoshi Tats 2.0. <laughs> oh, that will be awesome. <laughs> His name's Kenta, actually. <laughs> Yoshi Tats, ew. I remember seeing his debut and being so hyped (laughs) because he started on ECW and just was it Shelton Benjamin he just kicked in the face (laughs) yeah exactly he was was supposed to be a big deal and then he got swept under the rug so quickly I don't know how to feel that I remember his debut oh god I I didn't remember it and I'm glad you reminded me of it (laughs) because That that's how bad he got. Like he got overlooked. Was I just completely forgot about anything he's done? I knew he got he got pushed for like a day or two, and then <laughs> that was it. <laughs> they were done with him. 
Just for that one taping. <laughs> yeah, that was it. You know, it's like, okay, we, we don't got anything for you. Um, go wait in the back and uh, keep Zack Ryder company for a little while, and we'll see how this works out. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, okay, I, I need to bring up something unwrestling related for a moment. I was uh, presented with news on Facebook today that uh, for the first time in 20 years, there's going to be another Pink Floyd album. Okay. And uh, it's not really going to be a brand new, like, whatever album. It's going to be um, all the unreleased stuff from their last studio album, The Division Bell. Now, we've got Roger Waters gone. We've got uh, Richard Wright dead. So it's Nick Mason and Dave Gilmore trying to carry the Pink Floyd name. Now, I'd like to know opinions on what you guys think about this whole uh, revelation today. And, uh, you know, let's discuss this for a couple minutes because I'm just really, I'm on the fence right now. I'm a Pink Floyd fan and I'm kind of scared. <laughs> so, if anybody would like to add some uh, info, please do. I actually did see that right before you came in. <laughs> and, uh, like, I wonder what George is going to think of this. <laughs> I think so high. I I think so much of it that I have to bring it up during a you know a BWF podcast. Um, oh, we never talk about anything non wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never. Well, it, it's new because I'm not talking about dick or I'm not talking about um, which females I would like to uh, you know accidentally impregnate. Um, but Lana is spelled backwards. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they knew what they were doing when they named her. <laughs> they knew what Rusev was into. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just because, like, I don't know. I, I've i always been the... Because you've always... Like, there's a lot of groups that have two camps of fans, like uh, Van Halen. You've got the Van Hager and the, and, and the, the original Van Halen fans. You've got... Uh, Oh, and what about the Gary Sharon fans? I <laughs> the Gary Sharon fan. <laughs> There's that third group that has one person in it that doesn't count. Um, it's Gary Sharon. Yeah, that's right. It's himself. Um, there's the Guns N' Roses fans that like you know th- that follow Axel or follow the Guns N' Roses that had Slash included in it. Um, you mean Top Hat McSellout? Exactly, <laughs> I I've always known what group you've 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 kept yourself in with in line with, and and with Pink Floyd, it's the Roger Water camp and the Roger Waters. I'm sorry, and the David Gilmore camp. Now I've always tried to align myself with Roger Waters just because I loved his songwriting. I loved his his lyric uh, lyrical ability. He's just and he's just a notorious asshole. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. But he made the wall and the final cut, and I thought those were cool. But even after he left, I, I kept on board with, with Pink Floyd. I bought their albums. I, I gave them all a good shot, and I thought they were okay. But now I'm getting this, and it's like they're still trying to cash in on the Pink Floyd name to a, to an extent because this, this could very well just be a David Gilmore uh, solo album. And you could just call it that and be done with it. You don't have to put the Pink Floyd name on it. Um, but I, I just I well, don't know. You, okay. 
News of the album comes from Polly Sampson, the wife of Pink Floyd singer-guitarist David Gilmour. Sampson tweeted out that Endless River is due out in October mm-hmm. and will serve as a swan song for keyboardist Richard Wright, who died in 2008. The music on Endless River includes instrumental sessions from Gilmour, Wright, and Nick Mason. So it does have Wright. Yeah, it does. It does. But the thing is, it's like it was really originally supposed to be... In, uh, they, they were all supposed to be instrumental tracks. And last December... Uh, there were vocals put to those tr- to some of those tracks. Um, I just I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm just kind of like I I, I read on uh, Mike Portnoy of Dream Theater and now Winery Dog fame. Uh, I read on his he put a post on uh, Facebook in response to that whole thing, and he was pretty pissed off. You know, he was like, "Well, you know, just make it a make it a solo album. You know, you don't need to, you know, keep, drag the Pink Floyd name out again and." You know, it's just it's just unnecessary, really. There's um, always the possibility that Roger Waters might say, "Hey, you know, let me play on a track or two. If he does, if it if it happens, I will mark the fuck out. I will be so on board for it. I you just can't like fucking. You couldn't pull me away from a record store at midnight the night of the release. But I, there's a a big part of me that says that's not going to happen, just because of the fact that um, Roger Waters was paid an exorbitant amount of money. To perform with Pink Floyd for uh, uh, that, oh, fuck. What was the occasion? What was it? Live Aid. Live Aid. Yes. Um, <laughs> and at the end, when they all put their arms around each other and shit, you know, I you could see it in his eyes, like, get your fucking hand off me. He wasn't very thrilled. I just don't see it happening. If it ever did, like I said, I'd be totally cool with it. But it's just, I thought I I the the best part of Pink Floyd died when Richard Wright died. And I'm not saying he was the best part of it, but he, he you know, it was the whole band. You had, Once one member dies, you you should just be done. Like Led Zeppelin. You know, Led Zeppelin got the right idea for the most part. You know, John Bonham passed. Okay, we're done. Yeah. You know? So uh, that's my commentary on this for today. Um, you know, if any, like I said, if anybody wants to add add something in, please do, but I'm I'm going to stop with my little diatribe. I agree with the fact that if somebody in the band who's integral to the writing and creation of the music dies, the the band kind of dies with them. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if they're if they're like an add-on player or something, then it's not as relevant. But when it's someone who's like a core creator, core co-writer, it, the sound is going to change. And I agree with you. I think that the Led Zeppelin example is it's the same thing you know some of my favorite bands that have lost guys have been trios and in all cases it's their fucking lead guitar singer songwriter those bands can't come back even though Sublime tried to do it it made me very very angry (laughs) right Nirvana Jimi Hendrix Experience these are examples of bands that it's virtually impossible to recreate (laughs) and then you have bands like Zeppelin where you have one integral piece the rhythm section you know Mm -hmm. The only band that I've kind of accepted losing the singer of, <clears throat> but I have not gotten into, is Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't mind the switch because I understand who is writing the material. I just, but unfortunately for me, Alice in Chains needs Lane Staley's voice. Even though the guy sounds a lot like him, it's just not the same. No, no. You, I mean, you'll never, you'll never see another Jar of Flies album 
you know best Alice in Chains album ever. Yes, <laughs> I I uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, that's that's the unfortunate part. I, I you know Jerry Cantrell is a, an incredible incredible songwriter and performer and everything like that, but he just Lane Staley and him were Alice in Chains. You know, mm-hmm. those vocal harmonies that they created can never be recreated. Uh, you, you you just can't do that. You, you know, um, no matter how hard you try, no matter how close you may get, you'll never get that, that dead-on beautiful harmony out of those two, out of that you had with those two guys. Um, and, and, you know, the new incarnation isn't bad. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, you know, piss all over them or anything, but it's just not the same, man. <laughs> You know, I, I still pop in Jar of Flies or Sap or, um, you know. Yeah, Sap's good too, man. Yeah, it's, it, I, like, it, it was those albums, it was those EPs that they did that were just so incredible. <laughs> They're kind of like one full album, if you put them together. They kind of really would work collectively, I think, just the nature of the tonality and the style of writing. Yeah, and they're they're incredibly beautiful to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah there, what's the what's that track on Sop? It has like Cornell, uh, Mark Arm from Mud Honey, oh. Staley, and fucking uh, Cantrell. They're all singing. Yeah, it, isn't it the last track on the on on there or something? I I've heard. I it's been a while since I've had my copy of Sap in a CD player, so I'm kind of yeah, I'm MP3 tied here. Oh man, um, but I do know which song it is, and it's awesome. It is fucking awesome. Um. But oh shit! Now I'm gonna go nuts over that. <laughs> now now I'm gonna have to now I'm gonna have to like look on my phone. <laughs> okay. Well, here I I will answer the Yoshitatsu question for you. I believe I understand why. Um, he debuted on July second, two thousand and nine. The Shelton Benjamin match would follow the week later on July 9th, two thousand and nine. On February second, two thousand and ten, ECW the WWE version ceased to exist. So that's kind of probably the answer to what happened to Yoshitatsu. It's uh, he got lost in the shuffle when they all became free agents. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense in hindsight. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. it, it it just <clears throat> it sucks just because of the fact that he really he he had he was a bright talent. Like there's a lot of you know things that that could have went right with him, and unfortunately it didn't breaks my heart sucks <laughs> <laughs> so uh do we got a song break coming up yeah sure why not Who, whose turn is it this week mine as Ooh. a matter of fact Ooh. okay okay and as i mentioned i've been reading chris jericho's last book which came out a few years ago called uh undisputed and uh he talks about the making of uh the video for a song off the album happenstance by fozzy called with the fire or WTF for short. <laughs> and uh, I figure, yeah, you know, that might make a great uh, break song. Mm-hmm. A little over four minutes. Give me time to go grab another drink. <laughs> so, nice. here we go with the fire, Fozzie, for Wrestling Fan Radio.
we're back <laughs> yes we are we tend to do that on this show yeah we come back <laughs> we, we come back in we're the middle <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of a conversation like oh yeah the video's over we gotta go back to radio now <laughs> we're kind of like herpes we keep coming back <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> whether you want it to or not it's a week JT's not here and I played Fozzie as the break song <laughs> he's, he's gonna be upset <laughs> he is but during the break, we were talking about rest, something wrestling related, and uh, George yeah. making me spend money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Joe uh, ordered the two two of the newer elite WWE figures, uh, Bray Wyatt and Demolition Crush, and he got them for a damn good price. I paid twenty seven something for both of them total. Son of a bitch! That's great. Yeah. That, how could you go wrong with that? 
especially when uh, Crush himself was going for 35 just a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I almost never lead Joe wrong. No, George texted me earlier in the week, and he said, Hey, dude, sixteen ninety nine each for Bray Wyatt and Crush. I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I hope you fucking die. You, you realize that? Like, well, I'll see if I have. I'll see how much money I have left on <laughs> Thursday, if they're still the same price. And Crush was a dollar more. Yeah, but, but you still got them for... They were having a deal where you buy $30 worth of WWE stuff, you get $10 off. Oh, shit. It's like, okay. Can't go wrong there, man. I gotta add to my action figures. Hell yeah, dude. X kind of vanished. He's over there somewhere. <laughs> that you're gonna have to put all of Crush, or I mean, all of Demolition in the front there. I'm gonna have to dig through off. the closet again so I can get the old Hasbro Crush out too. <laughs> or e- even better, maybe uh, I don't know. Make room there where those undesirables are. <laughs> get rid of all the guys in the masks. <laughs> Undesirables, man. Shark Boy's over there. Oh, okay. Besides Shark Boy, you've got the Amazing Red. <laughs> you've got Rey Mysterio in Flash Gear, which was autographed, and then it got all waterlogged. Bastards. Uh, you've got Sheamus. That's Sheamus's first WWE figure. You've got Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> and is that what is it? Matt Hardy back there? That's Bret Hart behind Bret Amazing Hart. Red. Yeah. Bret Hart. Uh, I think you can make room for the uh, legendary demolition <laughs> there, seeing as uh, those that was your favorite tag team of all time. It was. Yeah, so. David Fuller announced the other day, he said, a legendary tag team is having their last match at IHWE Old School Hustle. Or maybe it was Showdown. One of the one of the two upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. And I said, dude, if it's demolition, you must get them on my show. It's not demolition, though. It's a tag team from Texas called Team Extreme. Not any relation to the Hardy Boys. <laughs> it's it's legendary in Texas, I guess. <laughs> I think I think I think Mr. Fuller needs to be a little bit more specific when he mentions stuff like that because uh, he gets the hopes up of of us uh, northern folk, and uh, that's that's not good. Then we get all dis- disappointed, and yeah, <laughs> I got to go out and kick puppies, and nobody <laughs> nobody needs that shit in their life anymore. It's sad. Anything good happen on SmackDown? I kind of watched it, but I was kind of half asleep. Yeah, I was I was busy <laughs> watching fireworks and eating way more than I should have. So yeah, I was actually home. Like I didn't find anything to do. Uh, it was like we were gonna go to a, we were gonna go see Andrew J. Rymers, but the problem is it was a Sunday bus schedule. We wouldn't have been able to get home. Shit! If I had room in my car, man, I would have brought you over to Dominic's. And yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's a two-person car now because I've got so much shit in the damn thing. But uh, yeah, I didn't watch SmackDown. Did any? Yeah. So, like you said, did anything good happen? Well, no. <laughs> no Jericho had a promo. It, it was like uh, it was he, backwards. Jericho, Jericho came out, cut a promo. Then the Miz came out and interrupted the promo. Like, don't touch my face. <laughs> And then caught a code breaker, <sighs> and then the Wyatts did the one of them Titantron promos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the elbow is co- yeah, dude. I cried laughing at that shit. The elbow is coming. The elbow is coming. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that was great. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> uh, you know. I <laughs> 
I kind of, I, I kind of hate the fact that they're gimmicking up. <laughs> oh Jesus! I can't. I hate that they're gimmicking up Sandow so much just to keep him relevant. But then he's playing everything so well. <laughs> I kind of don't hate him, <laughs> or I don't hate him. I just hate the gimmick and everything. But he, he's doing a good job. <laughs> he, he's he's trying not to become Zack Ryder 3.0. He is doing great at what he does. <laughs> the, the, when he start, the whole Magneto thing, when that started up, I thought that was great. And how he wrestled in pajamas, basically. <laughs> the only problem I had with that was Hugh fucking Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> but it was not. It wasn't terrible. No, no. <laughs> I just can't get over Hugh Jackman, who has been in about 90 of these X-Men movies, not knowing how to pronounce Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he didn't have it in a script in front of him. <laughs> With the pronunciation right there. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it was... Uh, everything Sandow does is pretty funny. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> he what? he is just... <laughs> So amazing. <laughs> I'm just looking at this gif with uh, The Undertaker sitting up and <laughs> the dude falling That's right down. Crazy shit. Scream. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's Hakushi. <laughs> it is. It's Hakushi. And uh, I don't know if you know the story, but Hakushi's theme music was written by Jim Johnson way before Hakushi ever came around oh. as like if they ever wanted to do a character that wore all white <laughs> in, as opposed to The Undertaker. Mordecai. <laughs> yeah, right, Mordecai. Who was on one of those great American bashes I was watching. <laughs> oh, my God. He lasted that long? <laughs> he wrestled, um... I don't even remember who the fuck he wrestled. It was the nineteen. It was the 2004 Great American Bash. <laughs> Probably the goon. <laughs> no, it wasn't the goon. It was, uh... uh, uh Hardcore Holly, it was. Oh, and he, he won, actually. <laughs> Mordecai. What? What? Just... just <laughs> who would have thunk it? <laughs> Shittakai. Shittakai. Hey, what is that vacant? Yeah, we didn't we didn't get a great Sandow on uh, on the SmackDown because he didn't really get a chance to do anything. <clears throat> he was Bruce Springsteen from. Uh, that's Born right. In the USA. That's right. He was Bruce oh, Springsteen. For all, like ten seconds. Jesus. So they they didn't even give him a chance to run with it. I think you know Sand Sandow's smart. He knows that if they're going to give him shit, he's going to find something special in every one of these little pieces of shit <laughs> and shine it up and uh, serve it on a plate like a diamond because yeah. he's uh, getting TV time, which means he's, you know, making money. Yep. And this is this guy who mired away in developmental for, like, almost a decade. And and seriously, like, he, he's definitely making the best of his situation, and I, I got to I gotta admire you got to admire was, the guy. He was interrupted by Lana and Rusev. Yep. Who were in turn interrupted by Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that The whole Jack Swagger face turn thing. How over was Jack Swagger on Monday? That was huge, man. He he almost had Daniel Bryan-sized pop. Well, the best part about it is he doesn't have to change his gimmick at all. No. It, it, it's, it's the same character in the right situation to be a face, which is brilliant in itself. It's like the perfect program for for uh, Rusev right now. I think. Have you Swagger. have you ever heard a pop that loud for Jack Swagger in his entire run in the WWE? Never, but it it was it was the perfect storm though. It was yep. the exact perfect time, the perfect thing for him. And, and, and the, you know they have they both have good mouthpieces to boot, which yep. helps. Oh yeah. You know? 
I mean, I we were lucky because I mean, Zeb Coulter almost got murdered at the uh, the ladder match. That referee had to pull him out of the way. <laughs> that one spot that I animated in, in yeah. the review, you can see. Free Mountain Dew at the announcer table. <laughs> the eye of of Stardust watches all. <laughs> Notice that up in the corner. I I, I cropped out the eyes. I, I I replaced the money in the bank. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. I don't think I put it in the review, but uh, you know, remember that talking animated money. With the eyeballs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put both of those eyeballs on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's too easy. There there's some there's some great um, online photo editors. I don't have to buy anything. That's kinda cool. I like it. That's why I make all of our animated just by the way. There's there's I can always give you guys links if you want to ask me. It's free. It's nice. not stealing or anything, it's legit. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, man. Well, like those skills, G, man. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> G man is the best. I use Paint.net myself to edit the images. <laughs> oh, you can up, you can upload other together. animated GIFs directly and then go to town on them. You can splice them together. All that shit's there, man. It's all free. It's By the nice. way, if anybody wants to know where JT is this week, he is beer tasting. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stories he's gonna have next week. <laughs> Maybe he's got some twisted tea in there too. <laughs> yeah. Adam Rose approved. Oh my God, JT is just gonna—he's gonna be a fucking mess today. I had today. no fucking clue what twisted tea was. If you go you back and you watch this this segment now and you see Santino, he's like, even Emma did not come to my party. She was supposed to go get the beer and she never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! It's fucking brilliant god. in hindsight. Oh god! <laughs> I'm, she I'm was shopping. <laughs> so, what's up with this fucking biggie preacher gimmick thing? And do you think they're gonna stick with us for a while? Because it's blatantly terrible. Yeah, it was. I heard it was funny, but it, it's not. <laughs> I I, no. I I knew he was going for something, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. And then I started seeing people on the internet like, "Oh, he's doing the preacher thing again." Like, "Oh, that's what he's doing." I, uh, okay. Funny ones, so like go keep at it. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, are they really that hard up for ideas of how to package Big E? Well, he's a black guy. He might as well be a reverend, right? <laughs> right, Devon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a black guy, so automatically he's Rusev fodder. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Rusev's having such a hard time with Swagger. Swagger's white. <laughs> I've just realized that Big E refers to his cup size. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's so wrong. <laughs> I have the biggest man titties in all of the WWE. Can I get an amen? No. <laughs> you really do so. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a that'd be a, it's the most of the divas. I was gonna say that would be a pretty awful relationship between him and AJ, considering <laughs> he's got bigger boobs than her by a mile. Shit, I think his his man titties are bigger than her ass. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Over board. He wanted Cesaro's nipples in this match. <laughs> oh Christ! Even though we know it stands for El Tor. You win, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's his real name, isn't it? Elko. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's funny as hell. I can't man. remember who said that, but I do remember we all frantically looked it up afterwards. <laughs> it was JBL, I think. It sounds like something he'd say. JBL, what the hell does BE stand for, Margo? <laughs> Margo. 
You know, did anybody uh, talk to um, uh, Chris? Adrian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did anybody talk to Chris from Booker T's and see just how fucking lit he got during the Money in the Bank paper? <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> or maybe he's still drunk from it. <laughs> he might be. I haven't heard from him since. Because uh, we talked about this before you got here. <laughs> That drinking game, dude. Holy fuck. Money in the drink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were taking sips of our uh, sodas. <laughs> yeah. We could have. I, I swear I almost finished a two liter of Pepsi just on that whole that whole game. <laughs> you know, had, had I been keeping better track, I might have finished it all within that, that short period of time. Um, <laughs> because that was really fucked up. <laughs> just the RVD match had a lot of... Uh, a lot of drinking involved. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that was funny. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah. First of all, over at boardhockeyfan.com right now, all the uh, draft rankings from that damn double C going oh, yeah. up online right now. He's working on those, working hard on those. He's back. Yes. Yes. It's great to see him back. Yes. <laughs> Shout outs, of course, here from uh, to cheapheat.com and angrymarks.com, our great sources for wrestling news. Uh, shout out, of course, to Alice at rwrpodcast.com. Hell yeah. And, of course, our boys at Booker T's, <laughs> at Booker T-E-E-S on Twitter. They're doing a solid, some of their ideas. Check it out. Go to their Facebook. Tell them you want the Brack Lesser t-shirt, damn it. And, and also give them a link to AA. <laughs> yeah, he's going to need it. <laughs> just, just for their own good, man. I'm looking out for them. I, I feel bad. <laughs> this was the tweet that came out from Triple H uh, on Monday uh, between between Money in the Bank and Raw. Coming off hashtag MITB, let's keep the momentum going. Tonight a hashtag WWE champion returns on hashtag Raw. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag fuck. They need, to get, they need to get hashtag the panda from Jimmy Fallon. Be oh, their mascot. Or uh, what about the... Um, Put Lanny Poffo in the, in the outfit. What about the ch- the uh, molester panda from uh, South Park? <laughs> <laughs> that makes me a sad panda. Sex- sexual harassment panda. Sexual harassment panda. Anybody besides me get the Lanny Poffo reference being a mascot? Anybody? Nope. No. <laughs> Supposedly Wildcat Willie, the WCW mascot, was Lanny Poffo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that, because they were pa- he was under contract at the time and never appeared on television. <laughs> like he never worked a match for WCW, Holy so the, the rumor, legend has it that he was Wildcat Willie. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he went from such such wonderful times in the WWF to uh, launching T-shirts into the crowd <laughs> and wishing himself dead. <laughs> but he was getting paid all that money to never take a bump because he is the world's smartest man. <laughs> You mean the world's smartest mascot. (laughs) (laughs) World's smartest cat. Ah, that's right. I guess. I don't know. Uh, As PWmania.com reported, WWE NXT star Corey Graves is currently out of action with his second concussion. Uh, There's talk going around developmental that Graves is pretty much done as an in-ring competitor, and officials are trying to figure out another role in the company for him. We got that news uh, just after the show last Sunday. Mm -hmm. We, We got that from G, and that's terrible news because... It's a Corey Graves fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never got to watch any of his uh, his NXT work, but, I, I, you know, I heard a lot of really good things about him. I saw him wrestle twice in person. 
uh, back when he was Sterling James Keenan. He wrestled uh, in a match to determine the number one contender for the natural heavyweight championship at uh, what we used to have around here called the Ballpark Brawl. Yeah. Uh, the natural heavyweight champion at the time was Samoa Joe, who was defending against Rikishi that night. And uh, Corey Graves, uh, as, as Sterling James Keenan, uh, inserted himself in that match, taking <laughs> advantage of his title opportunity, and actually won by countout oh, and won the title. <laughs> did, did Butch Reed come out at the end and take his title back? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he! Sh- it would have been we're, great. Had we're actually gonna it. we're actually gonna have a former ballpark brawl natural heavyweight champion on the show coming up sometime in the next couple of months. Sweet. <laughs> Ooh, the good things in store. <laughs> Maybe two of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maybe two of them. Maybe wow. I'm 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 hoping. <laughs> but at least one of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and let's see. This is a quote here. Well, WWE, you might have just n- another problems to throw on the fact that the WWE network is killing you financially. You have to cut people, and now when you need people ordering the network, the most are leaving. Uh, if you saw the top Google search last night, it would be how to cancel the WWE network subscriptions. Yep. Trending. This comes Worldwide. from... DailyDDT.com? <laughs> Holy shit. Who the fuck wrote this? Because, like, it's completely grammatically incorrect and, like... Oksana. Uh, must have been. Come on. Who do you think it would be? And even though tech support was overwhelmed during Money in the Bank, the few people who did get through to WWE were told that streaming issues were due to overwhelming demand, exceeding network capacity. Now, we didn't have yeah, any I problems. a lot about streaming issues. When it was in the flocked chat group, there was a whole ton of subscribers complaining about it. So this is legit for sure. JT. And I actually did fact check the uh, the Google, and that's legit as well. It's kind of because I think Cena won. Oh. <laughs> I think there was a lot of hardcores that were really upset, and now they're saying, fuck it. JT texted me, and he said his stream went down. George and I are sitting here like, oh, hey, look, show's still on. <laughs> yep. We- J- JT on a PlayStation? Uh, JT is on uh, his tablet, I believe. Tablet, okay. I know the PS3 had enormous problems. Um, apparently, what is it, the Rock 2 or whatever was pretty flawless. Roku. Roku. Uh, I've Roku. heard the, Ro- the Rokus are pretty good for streaming the WWE Network. The Xbox 360 is always terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it I, just that the consoles are terrible? The consoles are... Uh, I heard the PS3 is actually not that bad, but we've been watching... We've been hooking up my laptop to the TV and watching it that way mm-hmm. and we've had no problems <laughs> you know it, it, we had a hiccup here or there but it lasted like five seconds you know yeah it, w- it was really really short I mean there and it only happened once during the, the entire uh, the entire broadcast so I don't know <laughs> here's an interesting tidbit from Forbes magazine Forbes oh. magazine takes WWE's best for business line uh, seriously, in examining John Cena, they found that revenue, by and large, declines when he's the champion, yet has increased after any of his title reigns. <laughs> God Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you actually... Well, I know you didn't check the notes before time. Uh, you should read this article, guys, later on when you get a chance. It's, it's not very long, so I won't challenge your brain too much, but the, the, the graph charts doesn't lie. Good. <laughs> Well, good. And the funny thing is, hey, let's make money with John Cena, Joe. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because John Cena got the cover of WWE 2K15 because 2K Sports and WWE both believe it will sell more copies that way. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? With the- 
<laughs> it's just fun how the, the news sometimes comes out in chronological order, and I don't even have to arrange the notes. I, I'm, you know, I'm seriously hoping they do what they did last year and have a fan cover as well. Yep. Because let, let's be honest, nobody has the rock on their cover of 2K14. I've seen some great ones. Again, Sandow was Magneto on the cover. <laughs> the uh, the second I brought it home, I was so like turned off by the the rock cover that I when I opened it up, I noticed there was the Daniel Bryan cover. I'm like, oh shit, yes! I flipped it around right away. I'm like, I flipped it on the bus ride home. <laughs> shit, I didn't even fucking wait to get home. <laughs> like, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> Speaking of which, the WWE made the decision to put the WWE World Heavyweight Title on John Cena immediately when they knew Daniel Bryan would be stripped. Nobody else was even seriously considered. I'm looking through the article now, and it's great. Uh, there's it. Yeah, there are two main and very interrelated reasons that it shouldn't be very surprising that Cena won. First, in the ring, Cena often plays the character of, and I quote, guy who can't lose at wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's just fucking ridiculous, man. (laughs) The new season of WWE, Tough Enough, may have been scrapped before it even began. Production was scheduled to begin this week, but people were told to direct the resources elsewhere, and it now appears Tough Enough was a victim of budget cuts. Damn it. Guess it wasn't Tough Enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Their bank accounts weren't tough. (laughs) Yet Total Divas continues to go forward. I think he funds that. Yeah, Total Divas makes money, dude. (laughs) You might not watch it, and that's fine. But unless Tough Enough was going to be on like an, an actual channel and not on the network, they're just losing money. They're not gaining a thing for it. Oh. Would it's... you subscribe just for Tough Enough? No. Do you subscribe? Exactly. To... It has to be on TV, MTV deal or something. Well, let That's... them let them do that then. Let please let let something knock Total Divas off. They just... they must have had a a, a, a clue that. Uh, Tough Enough wasn't going to get a TV contract. I would imagine, otherwise it would make sense to make that show, right? Because that's another revenue stream and for a company that needs money. Yeah. Well, speaking of money, it appears Vince McMahon is ordering downsizing in the eight-figure range to offset losses from the launch of the WWE Network and subscriber numbers not being as robust as they'd initially hoped. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that just sucks. You gotta realize, they gave that free trial right at the beginning, right? And everybody had problems that first week. Everybody. That includes me. That includes JT. That includes Gary Barnage. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can vouch for those. You know, everybody had issues. Like, Gary Barnage and JT, neither one of them could even sign up in the first couple of hours. Fuck. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Hector Guerrero is still pissed. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. I wanted to let you know I didn't put this in the notes, but they, they were pulling Canadian uh, viewers, potentially, if they brought the network to Canada, what they would want to see, and they included a whole slew of possible uh, promotional uh, footage that they have, including uh, ECCW, and which is uh, based out of uh, more, or more or less uh, British Columbia, and sometimes they go down into Seattle, and even better... Stampede Russell. Nice. That'd be great. So there is a possibility that that footage could be included with launch because I think of all of the, there was a whole shit ton of promotions that they listed from Canada, but the one that had definitely the most strange up here was Stampede. So 
you could get that footage soon if they launch in Canada. So there's some, some positive news from this side of the microphone because I know I can be kind of negative, but I can't help it. They do it to them fucking selves. <laughs> I, I just write that news down, you know, okay. But positive stampede. Woo! <laughs> uh, from Canada down to Mexico, Hector Guerrero is still pissed. Lately, I've been asked a lot of news concerning Vicky, Laura Guerrero, and there needs to be a clarification of her status as referred to the family. The truth is, after Eddie's induction in the WWE's Hall of Fame, she sold out to the McMahons regarding Eddie's name and etc., and fell out of touch with the true Guerreros. She's never even tried to stay in touch with my mother, the true mamacita of the Guerreros. It is the truth, and I'm tired of saying nothing about it, but I believe you fans deserve to know this truth. Vicky responds... People have asked me to fight back with the, quote, in-laws. Wasting my time. Life is, uh, life is too blessed. Oh, jeez. So we touched on this earlier. WWE diva Emma, real name Tennille Dashwood, was arrested in Hartford, Connecticut on a charge of sixth-degree larceny, allegedly for trying to steal an iPhone case from Walmart. Well, she's Australian. <laughs> it's in her blood. Man, I if she was that strapped for money, I'd have bought her the case. I mean, and I'm strapped for money. <laughs> I'd have hooked her up. I, I don't see it in the notes here, but supposedly it had something to do with she like forgot to scan it at the self-checkout or something stupid like that. Yeah, that's the story. Is it was a self-checkout thing, and she forgot she still had the case on her. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what the lawyers said. I left it out because there wasn't any official confirmation. That was just what they said. Right, right. So I didn't want to speculate exactly, but I can buy that. I so can I because you you gotta figure she's making enough money where she could buy a twenty one dollar iPhone case. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know I've had more than enough trouble with those goddamn fucking self checkout things where you're like trying to one thing quickly put it in, but it won't let you do another one until the you know it's like I have two cans of soup. Let me just scan it, scan it, put them both in. Nope, nope. Got <laughs> scan one, put it in. Time. Scan the other, yep. put it in. Yeah. Understand? I understand. I hate that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's better than dealing with like the the uh, grocery grocery clerks. They're, you know, they've wasted their life. And <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I get this vibe. Whenever I go to get groceries, I hate it so much. What I try to do, if I can, is I do it on Saturday night after I finish my work, and I'll go speed run it through the grocery store, and there's like nobody there. <laughs> I was right grocery shopping at 2 a.m. I wish I could, but it's, that would mean I'd have to go to Walmart, and I'd probably get arrested. <laughs> See, it was uh, kind of freaky. <laughs> yeah, JTG. I, don't, I don't know what the grocery options in Walmart are like, where you guys are from, or if, or if you even have them, yeah. honestly, Mark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Mark. Oh, and, and yeah. They're not very good. At the Canadian selection is pretty limited. You have no, like, no produce. We nope. don't have Walmart, but we have supermarkets that claim to be part of the Walmart family. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I go to Walmart, <clears throat> the only time I really like to go is in the middle of the night because I don't want to have to deal with the, dre uh -huh. the dregs of society. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I want to go to Walmart for that reason. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just want to see the freaks. Oh, God, no. They're, I can, the I people can, of Walmart. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> On the street, I could look out my window. Well, that's because we live in Buffalo. Yeah, we're in, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're near Satan's Taint, USA. Um, it's just I I just want to go to Walmart, get my shopping done, 
ogle at things that I can't see at any of my other supermarkets in terms of uh, food options and such, and 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 and, and buy those things. Of course, uh, I I just noticed that Campbell's makes uh, soup in a pouch now. In a pouch. Ooh, yes, you op- you you crack you open up the pouch, you stand the thing up in the microwave, you microwave it, and then you pour it into the bowl. Uh, and I had to buy one just because I've never seen, seen that it. with rice. Uh, JTG yep. tweeted, Diva Emma arrested for stealing. I would ask her to join crime time, but we don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get it. You just stay employed for eight years doing nothing. Emma got a release on Wednesday. WWE has come to terms with the release of WWE Diva Emma as of today, July 2nd, 2014. WWE wishes Emma the best in all her future endeavors, but hours later she was reinstated with a note that she would be punished in some sort of fashion. Uh, <laughs> it appears that the reason WWE rehired Emma is because they realized they overreacted and would now have to fire every WWE superstar for any minor infraction. Uh, this was further reinforced when scores of people left comments on WWE's page for their hypocrisy regarding Cameron's DUI and attempt to bribe a police officer to get out of it, for which she re- seemingly re- received no punishment or hint of being fired. They eventually su- scrubbed all comments of the, off the page and reposted it with no comments allowed. <laughs> See, I know that score means 20, though, so that's like literally 60 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. George's taking a phone call again. <laughs> I, I saw quite a lot of outrage about uh, about the Cameron thing. To be honest yeah, with I you, was I, I agree with the Cameron it. Thing. I totally agree with it. I you think uh, it is very... An officer $10, I'll let you go and then I'll go. I said she just tried to bribe an officer $10,000 and nothing happened. And that's what's bullshit about it. It's a total double fucking standard. And it's, I, I completely agree with the people that were upset about it. Because, like, honestly... Again, going back to NXT, I've seen Emma Russell on NXT and on the main show. I know what she can do. I've seen Cameron Russell on NXT and the main show, and I know what she can't do, and that's Russell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but she looks good in Atlas Chabs. Oh, I can download porn. Exactly. <laughs> Emma looks good in everything, and she can wrestle. She's a student of Lance Storm, so you know she knows how to wrestle. Just- She's with the, there's two on the roster he often alludes to. She's one of them, mm-hmm. and the other one is Tyler Breeze. Now, here, here's the thing. If you want to know exactly what Emma can do, reference her matches against Paige, and, yeah. and, and you will not be disappointed one bit. Absolutely true. Um, well, one of the things that I heard about this was the reason that they initially let her go was because they were concerned about her visa, her work visa being taken away because of her arrest. And apparently, uh, apparently, that's going to get cleared up, and that's not going to matter. And that's part of the reason that they said, "Okay, yeah, you're right. We should probably rehire her." <laughs> okay, I, I that saw a lot of that too. If that's the case, they should have waited for the visa to be gotten rid of. Right, that's right. right. And, and that's, we're way, talking they could about also avoid any kind of backlash. It's not. We're talking about like sixth degree arsony. Yeah, I didn't that, know that it, many it, degrees. Look, Michael Bieber. Or Justin Bieber, sorry. Michael Bieber. (laughs) Justin Bieber is like shitting on his fans and spitting on them and throwing eggs. Those are all minor offenses. So is Six Degree Larceny. He's still there. She's obviously not as successful or whatever. Um, But she's good at what she does, though. That's different. But nonetheless, (laughs) uh, that was an easy, cheap shot, of course. (laughs) That's that's such a minor crime. I didn't buy that bullshit about the visa at all. I thought that was like 
a bunch of people who probably had never seen her on NXT and just assumed she sucked. And frankly, they're ignorant. <laughs> well, of course. That's just one of the reasons I wanted to save this news bit for the news because there was not, firstly not a lot of news, but secondly, like I was hoping you guys would bring shit like this up. Who thinks she should be deported for a six degree larceny? I, I will not say you're wrong if you disagree with me. Okay, oh. I just want to hear why. <laughs> oh no, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think that's such a such a ridiculous thing to get deported over is this a twenty one dollar iPhone case that she, she's allegedly didn't remember to ring up. Yeah. It, it, I, I think this is silly. I really think that, you know, let's just get past this and let her get back to, you know, wrestling and everything like that. And if there's any punishment needed, I will gladly spank her for you guys. <laughs> I'll take care yeah. of the punishment deal. Don't worry. The punishment is just going to amount to her being lampooned oh. on TV. The punishment is that uh, she has to sit through all of John Cena's greatest matches with her eyes pried open a la A Clockwork Orange. No, All of his greatest matches, minus the, minus the ones with CM Punk and Shawn, and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she could enjoy it on the second screen experience in her new iPhone case. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. I hope it has one of those, like, uh, those like kickstands on it so she can just, you know, put it on, on, on a flat surface and watch it without having to hold it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. For, for Do you ever, like, watch both at the same time? $21 at best have one of those things. <laughs> oh, that was great. Cesaro. <laughs> that's, that's why it was worth $21. You get a buck more for the stand, right? There so. we go. I would pay, I'd pay that. <laughs> Cesaro, if you, if you didn't know, was wearing an eye patch on main event. He uh, got injured during the match with Kofi Kingston. Uh, and he will supposedly be wearing it for a few more weeks, but he wasn't wearing it on SmackDown. Yeah, I was going to say, that is dated. I was sad. <laughs> he looked great with it. He should have worn it. It's if weird, he though, because he... in it, they should have let him keep it. He there was on... a brilliant tweet that I think Heyman sent out where they had a picture of him with the eye patch and something about being like iconic legendary status. Hashtag Saget. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> He looked. Well, just somebody did a Photoshop of him as Sagat on the on the Street Fighter, like uh, on Street Fighter, having beaten Ken. <laughs> you're not a warrior. You're a beginner. I thought that was great. <laughs> really, like the second I saw it, I'm like, holy shit, this is cool he as has hell. To keep that thing. <laughs> I mean, you know. It, they, they got to play that up some more, man. I dig it. <laughs> WWE may be looking to hire former TNA knockout Rosita. She's been used multiple times now as one of Adam Rose's rosebuds. Of course, then again, so was Jamin Olavencia. Yes, that's right. Has it been multiple times? A couple of times for him, yeah. Nice. At least three that I know of. Maybe maybe they'll get uh, some tryouts here, even though I know they're cutting back on hiring. Yeah. If he's as good as you claim from your observations, because I've never seen him wrestle, so I can't deny, obviously, something I've never seen. <laughs> but you say he's an enthusiastic son of a gun, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Very so much so. So that's a good thing. That's the type of guys we want. We don't want guys, you know, taking their balls and going home. <laughs> we have enough of those. So George had mentioned earlier that we were watching uh, Hardcore Heaven 1997 Yes. Uh, before Money in the Bank last week, and we were uh, we were talking about Terry Funk <laughs> and how old Terry Funk is. Wow! And you know, I I looked it up, and it's like holy shit, Terry Funk's birthday is tomorrow, and he's turning seventy. So happy birthday, Terry Funk, who turned seventy this past Monday. That's right. Happy belated to the man. I, I just 
And, and and since George wasn't here when I announced at the beginning of the show, happy birthday, Frankie Feathers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday <laughs> to the man. Gotta love him. That's so cool. Uh, in case you missed Daniel Bryan's pre-show Money in the Bank announcement, here's the gist. There is no timetable for his return, and due to the continuing muscle weakness in his arm, he may need a second surgery. They're trying physical therapy to correct the issue, but if he does need a second surgery, his recovery time would be six months. Well, don't rush him back. I mean, seriously, give him the time to, to you know, to you know, properly heal and properly get this dealt with. And well, if you ask the guy, the guy that interrupted him on the uh, Money in the Bank pre-show, all he has to do to get well is he has to believe. Oh God! You you heard it yourself. Daniel Bryan is a believer. Uh, he said, "Believe." <laughs> he said, "Believe." <laughs> oh my God! If uh, he also said, "Boner." Yep. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, it was just an excuse to get the crowd to chant "Boner." That's hey, right. It, it and worked. It, worked. <laughs> it really it did. It worked well. Um, I, I, it's unfortunate, but this is a neck injury, man. We we all been watching wrestling long enough. We know what happens when guys get these. They'll never come back a hundred percent. So to take that extra time, figure out how to adapt your move set, train off TV, learn the new style, make the money while you can, because his career has been shortened as a result. That sucks to say this, but we know this is the truth. A la Edge, it happened to Edge, Austin. It happened. Taz, Taz. Somehow Kurt Angle's still going. He's gonna die in the ring one day, sadly enough, because yeah, it's a fucking is. nut job. But really we is. we went to my my buddy Turtle and I went to WrestleMania 19 all the way across the country in Seattle because we thought Kurt Angle was gonna die in the fucking ring, and we're like, we're not gonna fucking miss that. This is gonna be this dude's last match, one way or another. We're going, and it ended up being. But the, the funny thing is, it ended up being Austin's last match. At that pay per view, but <laughs> Angle came back like a week later. <laughs> That's because Angle has a death wish. Who thinks they've seen Angle's last match. <laughs> uh, WWE talent are being told to be more aggressive in the ring, which has led to speculation that eye pokes, concussions, and black eyes are now occurring more frequently as a result. So what? Fuck it. I'm. I want to enjoy wrestling. None of this PG shit. Let's let's get fucking hardcore. G alluded to this earlier. Adam Rose's match with Damian Sandow at Money in the Bank was considered his pay-per-view chance, and the crowd not getting behind the match has made things worse for Rose with Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Kevin is done with your shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his match was not well done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, this goes back to, uh, again, it was all rumor. We skipped the news that week, I believe. Something about McMahon not being very high on Rose, Emma, or Bill. So, (laughs) I mean, if if that is actually the case, and I mean, let's be honest, uh, McMahon wants certain things out of his guys. He has his own tastes and preferences. And that's that's well documented and exhibited with what we've seen. Hopefully they prevail, you know. He he but, wants to get rid of these guys because he needs to save money, and you know why? Yeah, he needs a reason, I th- and I think that, that that might be why they they pulled the trigger so quickly on Emma as well. Why might you know? that be, Joe? Well, you know something, brother. Oh fuck! Well, and sideways. here's another thing: have you, you guys have seen both Dallas's physique? He's yeah. kind of yes. flabby. He's yeah. a, little, a little bit flabby. There's two guys notably that have been released for not getting a six pack, right? Chris Hero. Yeah. Yep. Who, who, you, you and I, George, can vouch for, for Chris Hero when he didn't hit the gym. 
fuck yeah, he's. But I mean, he's still <clears throat> he's still really good at what he does. He is. Oh yeah, at the physique isn't. Is, I mean, shit, man, Bam Bam Bigelow, come on. There's, it's not about the look as much if you like the guys who can go, but there is this, you know, sort of, I guess, uh, quietly imposed mandate, I guess is probably the best way to put it. I mean, literally, from the account from uh, Hero himself was he kept getting told to get a six-pack, and he tried, he couldn't, and then eventually he got the call to, uh, you know, that he was released. And the exact same thing with Cole Cabana. was got to get the six-pack, get me the six-pack. Right? And he couldn't do it, so he got released. And yet, you got two of the most entertaining wrestlers on the indie scene right now, which we can vouch for because we saw both of them last the, month. Yeah, at the same at the same uh, uh, event. This was one of the this was one of the Facebook statuses, and I put this in last week's Raw review. Uh, Bo Dallas needs to hit a bow flex. He's flabby as shit. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks like he might be uh, uh, special needs a little bit. I mean his. He's got the real like uh, his eyes are real close together and yeah, <clears throat> kind of scares. But his wife is hot as hell. Um, I don't know how the hell that happened. At least someone believes. Yeah, so he made a believer out of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> God, she well, got to see his boner. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, back to the money, brother. Oh fuck. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's current WWE contract has a large guarantee. Not as large as the largest arms in the world, brother, oh. but large nonetheless. And Hulk Hogan can still book his own dates. But WWE holds first call rights on any conflicting dates, dude, brother. Oh Christ. Which means we can book him. <laughs> oh God, stop. No, Joe, please don't do that. Joe's posing. <laughs> he, he, oh, God. Posing. What you gonna do, brother? I'm gonna vomit in my mouth. That's what I'm gonna do. Stop doing that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Can we please book him and have him talk ah. to T.T. Hogan? Ah. <laughs> well, you saw how, St- how Stephanie McMahon got so pissed at Damian Sandow for imitating Vince McMahon this week on <laughs> Raw, right? He was fucking furious. <laughs> And JT might have his problems. <laughs> it's, it's compelling radio. JT's going to get fucking gorilla pressed. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it already. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, you just, you missed the, the, the pose down. Joe was posing till closing. <laughs> it was, it, it, it was tragic. <laughs> Speaking of closing, the Zack Ryder section's closed. <laughs> it's a sad day. I now have zero items for sale on WWEshop.com. Hashtag decent run, <laughs> says Zack Ryder. <laughs> not, even the fake, this. not even the fake hair anymore? Nope. Oh, it's wait. all gone. Oh, wait. I know what they did with that. They, they colored it orange and turned it into Seamus hair. <laughs> yes, they did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> I can believe that's what they did. They done fucked up. That's what they did. (laughs) Oh, see, pre-order WWE 2K15. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) No, thank you. They got an. uh, Jericho makes a couple of appearances on TV. He's already got a new shirt. (laughs) Zero results found for Zack Ryder. Oh God. (laughs) Poor Zack. Uh, poor Zach. Literally, poor Zach. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but pretty soon you'll be able to order this on WWEshop.com. Kane's See No Evil 2 will skip theaters and go straight to DVD. <laughs> How am I not surprised? <laughs> they don't even have the Broski sunglasses anymore. They're gone. There's no results for Zack Ryder on WWE Shop. They're all collector's items now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Hey, you know who would have been 100 years old if he was still alive today? Who's that? Vince Sr. Ooh. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Got noti notified here on Reddit by an uh, uh, interesting Twitter account I've never heard of, and I might start following. It's called the at WWE Archivist. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I'm following I've him. I've never heard of him. So he's pretty I'm cool. Following. I'm going to follow this he's guy. He's the actual archivist for, for WWE's warehouse. Nice. He, they have a YouTube show uh, every every month or so. They show a uh, they have Joey Styles in the warehouse with this guy, and they look at different at various things. They they did the SmackDown fist a couple of months ago. Uh, last month they did the Undertaker's caskets. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, this month they did uh, uh, some American merchandise, including the pillows from the Lex Express, <laughs> <laughs> which got reused as the Exotic Express. No, apparently the the bus is just like gone. Like it broke down and they just left it or something. They left, they left it on the side of the fucking on the side of the freeway. Just like ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> Somebody will pick it up. Jesus. Uh, wow. Uh, let's see. Um, Ustream, our, our former uh, broadcast partners, Ustream, appeared to be ending their streaming pay-per-view service with today's New Japan iPay-per-view having been delisted uh, and all future shows having been removed. This also affects other companies that were using Ustream to syndicate their iPay-per-view, such as Dragon Gate USA and Ring of Honor. Apparently, Ustream is simply copping out on customer service. They're tired of people ordering shows, having problems, and demanding refunds. Yeah, that sounds like Ring of Honor. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that just sucks. George. Well, fortunately for them, they, they're on a legitimate pay-per-view now. Yes. Unfortunately for uh, Dragon Gate, I, mm, that's, that's not good. George, I've got some sad news for you. What's that? Petey Williams has an announcement. <clears throat> this Saturday at XICW Detroit, it's my last wrestling match. Stop by if you're in the area. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Rip, George was rip. just telling me last week how much he loves Petey Williams and the Canadian Destroyer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> road trip time. I think it is. I think oh, it is. Oh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Oh, fuck! Oh. fuck. So uh, unless you unless you drive it to Orion, bud. <laughs> you know, I, I would have. You know, I wish I knew about it earlier too. I would have been able to make the road trip per to Detroit. Hour. But uh, I would have been able to inform you about it, but unfortunately the news broke, like, Thursday. For whatever, I think it was Thursday, maybe Wednesday. So it was a very, uh, he, no hype, man. He, he was, no mojo. <sighs> unfortunately, you got to wonder if maybe he got kind of information from a doctor or an injury has caught up to him, and he's just like, you know, this has got to be it. I'm only speculating, been, uh... but you would think, like, most guys, yeah. they, they have a farewell tours, you know? As opposed to, oh, by the way, in a couple Terry of Terry Funk's had like 20 time. of them. Yeah, and he's still yeah. going. <laughs> Rick Flash had about 10. But you never know. It also could just be age is catching up to him, and he's never say never situation. I mean, you look at a guy like Lance Storm, who officially retired, but comes back once or twice a year for a special match with like Ring of Honor or somebody. So you might get to see him again. You never know. And hopefully with Steiner. <laughs> Just so they can make a funny promo, because those were always entertaining. Well, he was here. What was it last weekend? Him and Rick Steiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there nice. was. We missed out on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, not so nice. Yeah. It was expensive. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, for VIP tickets, yeah. A VIP VIP tickets for the show were ninety dollars. Yep. But there was the Steiner Brothers, Mr. Kennedy, um, or Mr. Anderson, I should say, um, Goldberg, the Nasty Boys, one of the Bushwhackers, um, and a few others, a few other bigger name or you know big names as well. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Jimmy Hart. Shit, yeah. that's crazy. Well, anyway, uh, TNA right now is promoting Sonata for free as Wrestle One is paying his contract. <laughs> Muda thinks he has the potential to be a big star in Japan and that holding the X Division title will help him get to that next level. Yeah, but at uh, Destination X, he could uh, use Plan C. It's true. Which I think would I be didn't know what Plan A and B were. <laughs> well, we all know what Plan B is. Come on, for all for all of us folks that have accidentally knocked up abroad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was a good one from Raw. Was AJ Lee got her hands on some of Triple H's Plan B? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There's always a Plan B. <laughs> yeah, see if Plan B doesn't work, my Plan C is uh, giving a skinhead a case of Pat's Blue Ribbon so he could kick my chick in the stomach. <laughs> I know that was awful. <laughs> Abortions aren't expensive. I, 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 I had to fall down the stairs. <laughs> exactly. I had some PBR last night, man. I got to tell you, that's some blue ribbon piss in that can. <laughs> that shit is fucking nasty. What's even worse is Jägermeister. Um, for me, it is because I've I've overdosed on it a few times because. Uh, a, a, a good friend of mine, besides Joe, because I know Joe used to drink Jägermeister. Yes. Um, but a, a good friend of mine used to have, or still has, these these shot glasses that hold three shots apiece in them. And I had to go shot for shot with her. Oh, shit. And a few times I got to the uh, slurring speech stage of uh, drunkenness, which then I know I'm really fucked. <sighs> Dude... Jägermeister. It comes from the, the. It originates from the uh, the German word meaning yakmaster. Uh, I, I I swear to God, this stuff. It, it's got a Mister Yuck sticker right on the bottle. Um, I swear, this is Satan's piss. All right, dude. There should be a a fucking warning on the bottle. Just dump in the toilet and eliminate the middleman. Right, it's, it's awful. Oh God. I remember I got I overdosed on uh, Jägermeister and I uh, <laughs> I was driving home and um, I hit a dog and I didn't I didn't want to hit the dog but it was gonna sniff out all the cocaine in my trunk and, uh, <laughs> and uh, the cop wasn't too happy about that <laughs> and it ma- it made him even more angry that he, you know he got me because I pissed on a tree it was the air freshener in his car in his cruiser but. Uh, you know that those were some bad times in my life, and uh, I'm glad I'm out of that that dark place. Or the I'm funny thing is, this is coming from a guy that used to have shot a Jaeger with me before every show we played. <laughs> yep, I I made it I made it a point. That was my bonding ritual with you, and uh, <laughs> whether or not I liked Jaegermeister, I did it because <laughs> I did it because of you. All right. And uh, oh, that's oh, a true friend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I was willing to, you know, bite the bullet. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, greater than expected was playing on Dominic's radio at the party the other <laughs> the other day. So I was very happy about that. <laughs> and oh, and one more thing, uh, I'm opening for Smile Empty Soul again. Are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. 
maybe this time I'll stick around and watch them. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe this time their bass player will actually be able to play. Well, um, <laughs> they're playing... Uh, George plays bass. He can replace them. I could. I could. <laughs> See if you would have stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have known any of their songs besides Bottom of a Bottle. <laughs> um, you, you've got to be waiting for that day when a band just shouts, Does anyone know bass? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was kind of hoping for it at the Lacuna Coil show. And <laughs> then, uh, then again, I was standing. I was in the crowd right in front of their bass player, and he was having problems uh, well, you with his rig. Should have thrown a ball at him or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I, re- I remembered that was the guy that I was talking to outside of the venue before they went on stage, and he was such a nice guy, and he had such a cute little Italian accent on him, and I thought, ah, you know, I don't want to fuck him up. Well, to, to go back, we played a show with Smile Empty Soul, yes. and uh, George had left early, yeah, as I much like do. everybody else did. Like <laughs> A lot of people came and saw us, and they saw the other local band, and then by yeah. the time the two national acts went on, everybody was fucking gone. And Smile Empty Soul's bass player had threw out his back the night before, so they actually did just the singer and the drummer, they did an acoustic set, uh, which was actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I found out about this uh, front while I was at home cooling off because it was fucking hot oh, that yeah. day. Well, yeah, and um, but they're playing at Broadway Joe's again, uh, and it's gonna be on a fucking, uh, I believe it's on a Wednesday. <laughs> but I have to, I have to sell tickets to that and to the show that we're opening up for the band Eyes Set to Kill, just because I gotta, I, I gotta do something. Well. Yeah. Anyways, besides that. Speaking of doing something. Yes. <laughs> TNA isn't doing something. This year, they're not having a Bound for Glory tournament with Ooh. the confusing-ass rules. Yeah, the weird Which point structure. kind of sad because that, that's a unique thing they do, and I actually do enjoy it. They make wins and losses count. Yeah, but it since it's already since it's predetermined, it kind of makes it a little less exciting. Well, another unique thing that they do is they may have plotted an angle to bring back a six-sided ring just to beat Jeff Jarrett to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that the, the botch spot, botch spot comic was true. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. That ring is a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty whore. <laughs> That's funny. Bully Ray is currently considered the most influential superstar in TNA right now based on his calling his own shots backstage and the amount of media interviews he's doing for the company. And he's banging Velvet Sky. How do you go wrong with the... Dude, life has got to be so good for him right now. Really, it has to be. <laughs> you know? It gives fat guys like me, like, hope. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, but he, he's pure muscle. Well, okay, he used you, to be you, fat. You gotta, you you gotta work on your calves, George. Yep. My calves it's aren't that calves. bad, actually, man. Actually, they're not. <laughs> well, I got good calves. It's because they have to hold up all this weight all the time. <laughs> that happened to me too. I have impressive legs. <laughs> See, exactly. That's 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 the thing. See, there are fat guys out there that have really shitty legs and lower bodies, but then there are the ones that have those impressive lower bodies that are just like. Arr! Because, you know, somebody's got to walk stairs. Listen, right now, he does have huge calves <laughs> now that I look. Capzilla, man. Capzilla. <laughs> yeah. See, I, see I've, I've got that going for me. I just got to get this upper body going, you know? Because <laughs> Bully Ray has, has, has sculpted himself. Because we start saw- walking on your hands. <laughs> I'm gonna have to learn how to walk on my gut. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, we saw Hardcore Heaven '97, yeah. and we saw how um, robust 
Bully yeah. Ray was right, back right. then. And now I see him on these tapings. <laughs> He's a big dude. <laughs> but he I did. actually kind of want to see him wrestle without a shirt because <laughs> I suspect it's not all flab. No, no, he's 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 got to be impressive. I mean, dude, Vel- Velvet Sky's got to be keeping him on his something, not on his yeah, toes. I, I miss <laughs> shit like they used to do in ECW with Joel Gertner. Like your referee for this contest is bald, bald. <laughs> God, Joel Gertner, I miss that man so fucking much. <laughs> Even when he came back for the W for the ECW shit, and he talked about uh, Lady Gaga and how he wanted to poke her face. That was the uh, the the hard the what the fuck was it called? It was was it Hardcore Justice? Hardcore Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Joel Gertner just oh man, he he definitely had a way with a microphone. <laughs> I wish somebody <laughs> would just bring him back again. <laughs> he really he, just he was the personal it. ring announcer of the Dudleys. Yep, the quintessential he, stud muffin. Studly Dudley. Studly Dudley. <laughs> and he goes, he, it's just, <laughs> your referee for this contest is bald. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this was Joel Gertner with Jenna Jameson next yes. to him. And we're talking young Jenna Jameson. Um, <laughs> like before she got completely used up and put away wet. Um, You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you that that was, that was impressive. Gertner had that that hot woman next to him, and yeah, it was just oof, oofa. <laughs> so uh, we made it pretty much to two hours. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. I couldn't. I couldn't end the show early. Damn it. <laughs> That's okay. We had a good time. We had a lot of laughs. And next week I won't be I won't be here so I won't be able to do it with you. That's okay. JT will be back. That's right. That's right. He can take over. He got a new microphone. Yes, he did. Thank God. Hopefully no uh, Robo JT. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, uh next week I'm going out to uh Woodstock, New York again to record with these uh wonderful producers and uh myself and Lee will be out there. Mr. Muller, Mr. Racist, you know, Adolf. Make another Indian cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anybody, Lee will. <laughs> but uh, it should be a fun time, and uh, I will be thinking about you guys the whole day Sunday while I'm out there. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Do we have any other... Any other uh, Nah. I, I got a couple snippets here. Uh, Jericho is confirmed to be back through the end of September. Ooh. So we will get him past SummerSlam, and it's supposed to be just mostly Bray Wyatt, although he's fighting The Miz on Monday. <laughs> well, he's got it. You need some, you know, something to beat up. Yeah, along I guess. The way. <laughs> and then um, it looks like the second season of Legends House is the status is completely up in the air now. Um, if they actually do it, it's going to be delayed due to the budget as well. So, as long as no, as long as no legends die, they'll be okay. Yeah, you know they don't need to make new content really, outside of like the top ten lists because they have the archives. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know they, they that, that again that's smart. If you're if you're cutting in the eight figures, if that was true, then you know don't don't shoot yourself in the foot and just throw money away. Absolutely. Instead, shoot your neighbor in the foot and take his money and run away. Or That's have, what's done, folks. Or have Emma take their money. 
And I have one quick question: Is the cocaine still in your car, George? Uh, no, no. <laughs> we we. <laughs> I mean, okay, good. That was a busy weekend. <laughs> I'm not saying that it was there was a lot of cocaine, but I I do have to say that I needed a ski lift. Um. <laughs> Afterwards, it looked like Tony Montana sneezed all over my car. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, yes. <laughs> let's call it a show. Uh yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. So for for at punish seventy eight at mark underscore noise at G of the internet. I am at think so Joe. You can find our other co-host JT at random redhead. <laughs> you can find us all together at board wrestling fan. That's board wrestling fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash board wrestling fan. Of course, board wrestling fan.com. Tune into this show every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern on BWFradio.com. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, cheapheat.com. If I remember to put the show in the right folder, yeah, unlike fuck, last week. Don't fuck that up again. <laughs> oh, and Cock Talk will return again very soon. Yes. Emma, you stole my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and my bow nerve.